Welcome to the Patient Zero Podcast, where the thoughts of one become the needs of many. Join us in this journey in which the universe is viewed through a different lens than you may have imagined. We are the one who feeds the many, or maybe we are just fucking confused. Sit back, relax, enjoy the ride. Here, we, there. Very sad that that happened, but yesterday was a uh, true chill day. Did nothing. Not a fucking thing. Hung out on the couch. Did nothing. So, Sunday fun day. Here we go. A couple quick things to talk about today. One, the uh, battle with Twitter and the Twitter ban still continues. We are quite upset about that bullshit but they suspended the patient zero account saying that did something threatening of some nature um, I got no fucking idea it's bullshit not a uh, twitter threatener if that's a fucking word but I did uh, I post some funny shit take a picture of me having a beer having a good time and you know that's it What what else what the fuck, Twitter? Man, I didn't do nothing besides tweet. Cocksuckers. Anyways, that is, I uh, got my other two individual accounts back, the Tony Zero and the Jerry Zero. They got those unlocked. They came back, but they will not unlock the regular podcast page. So maybe that deal's fucked. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So what to talk about today? We'll see. We'll see what we're going to talk about. I was just trying to convince the queen to come in and have a little chat. And like usual, she just uh, shut me the fuck down. So running solo, just running solo. So I'm trying to work this fucking deal out where I can stream through the computer onto YouTube and Twitch and was going to do that today, and the audio just kept going crazy on the recording software, so I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I'll figure it out later, but I wanted to go ahead and punch out a short, short blib today. Might make a uh, surprise phone call to Josh and just see if he'll fucking answer. That might be funny. Huh? We'll do that. We'll do that here in just a few. So I'm watching some YouTube videos, and I've been interested in this, um, I don't know the name of it, but it's educational animated shit, Converse Jig. It's got some weird fucking name, but I was watching a uh, description of, you know, black hole and white holes, and that's, and that's actually a scientific reference, not a uh, not a reference 
um, to your mom, just to the black hole, white hole. So the black hole, white hole, what the fuck does that mean? The black hole is where everything enters, and the white hole is where all that enters leaves. Is a short description of it. You know, we've been discussing universal plane. We've been discussing universal frequency. We've been discussing, you know, maybe I was born in the wrong fucking universe. And this this video I watched, this black hole, white hole shit, I mean, that might explain it. The black hole singularity may be a bridge to another universe. Nothing can, uh, well, so they think. Nothing can cross back through a white hole to the black hole, and potentially we are in a white hole right now, which is uh, exciting. The point being is if there is a cross to parallel universes that may be out there, the black hole, white hole theory may, may be a you know, scientific explanation of what that is. You know, you, like I've said before, you know, I don't maybe don't belong here. I do belong here, but, you know, don't belong here. Frequencies are a little bit fucking different. So the black hole, white hole. I'm just trying to see how many times I can say hole in uh, 30 to 45 seconds, and I think I'm up to six now. So hole, 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 black hole, white hole. Anyways, what this theory is is that, you know, everything collapses to a black hole. Massive stars die. They collapse to a black hole. And at the, at the very center, if there is a center, is a singularity where gravity becomes infinite. And, you know, you don't really know what happens to everything that falls in there. My phone's buzzing. I'll call him right back. We don't know what happens when you cross the event horizon. You know, I might connect my phone up and uh, talk to the person that just tried to call. Okay, so it was a private combo. You guys don't get to hear that shit. Made the phone call back and talked to my fucking dad. Best son bitch I know. He uh, calls me every fucking Sunday, and we talk about all about the same old shit every time. But you know, it's a good, it's a good combo every single time. So I need to go see him. I need to go see him. I want to do that this week while I'm traveling back and forth. Uh, I don't really know where we were. I took about a ten minute hiatus there. And I lost my fucking Copenhagen standby. Found it. Back on it. Back on it. Back in fucking action. Black hole, white hole, I think's what I was talking about there. The crossing the event horizon of the black hole to, uh, you know, cross over to the white hole. <laughs> 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 so you know, I left the I left the fucking room to go have the call, and uh, walking back in here, try to get try to get the queen to join again. She she said no, but 
I just told her I'm going to go back in here and start talking about black hole and white holes again. She got a really confused look on her face, and she says, What? What is a white hole? I thought that was pretty fucking funny. Obviously, for obvious reasons. Dark joke, dark joke, dark joke. So what the... <coughs> Excuse me. So what the fuck are we going to do now? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I know what we can fucking do. <clears throat> it is October. The scary fucking month. Let's talk about something fucking scary, huh? What defines scary? Why are we afraid? What causes terror in our minds? I think that it all goes back to a time when we were hunted by likely, uh, you know, big cats, big animals, large predators. You know, back in the day, and still happens now, just rare, uh, you know, motherfuckers used to eat us. Like, eat us. We had to be afraid in the middle of the night that something was going to come up and drag us the fuck out. I think that is probably the largest contributor to our fears that we have today. So, I mean, you go through a haunted house and scary fuckers dressed up like shit, and it's, it's, just, it's just terrifying. More as a kid, I believe, than it is an adult. But it is fucking crazy that that's probably why we're afraid. All this, I just took a quick little hiatus there. All this jumping back and forth is not good for continuous audio. And uh, I really don't like the way that this mic sounds. I don't know that it's got... And maybe it's just fucking me. I don't know. Just the way that... It seems like I've got a little bit of crackling in my headphones... When I talk, and I'm using the noise suppressant, suppressant technology on here, but uh, you know, let's uh, let's get back to scary shit. All right, why are we afraid? We know why we're afraid because we used to get eaten by big animals. So, how long will it take for that to unencode in our DNA? Probably, probably won't ever go away because. You know, that that goes all the way back to a time when we were not homo erectus. And that's where I'll be later. Homo erectus, of course. As I, as I sip a beer, we're afraid because it's encoded into our genetics to be afraid of something that could potentially eat you, potentially eat your family, you know, that's, that's pretty goddamn terrifying. Now, I, I walk through a bush latte. I walk through a haunted house, and it doesn't, it doesn't really scare me that much. I mean, I, I enjoy it. It's that kind of a, uh, it's that kind of a experience for me. Uh-oh, did you just spike, cocksucker? It's that kind of experience for me when I get, when I get into a haunted house, I, I love this shit. 
I love being scared. I love feeling afraid. It does not. It does not bother me that much. So why are we afraid? Other than it's wired into our genetics. You know, you walk through something like that, and I watch my wife and watch my little girl, and they're, they're legitimately scared to be in there. I mean, my brain qualifies it as not real, can't really hurt me, can't really get me. So, you know, I discount the fact. But what if you were in a situation to where shit could actually get you? Now, as discussed before, you know, I do have sleep paralysis. You know, that's the that's the old uh, wake up, wake up dreams, potentially, is what's causing that. And I wake up and I see shit and it's there and it's very scary. You know, it's it seems real. My mind has no, it cannot decipher the fact that what you're seeing inside this situation is is real and it's going to fucking get you. So why is that? Why are we afraid? Well, because it's wired into us. Why am I afraid? Because at those moments, it actually seems real. It is real. And it's going to happen. And then you realize midway through, a few seconds in even, half a second in, that, you know, you're dreaming and it can't get you. Or can it? Maybe what's going on there is you're seeing an alternate dimensional plane and the shit that you're seeing is actually really there. Now that's now that's fucking terrifying, you know? It's just like walking through a haunted house and, you know, the shit's there and it's going to try to get you. And, you know, you're fucked. You're fucked if it gets you. It's way bigger, way scarier, some, some alter mode of some sort of being and he's going to eat you. Get in my belly shit, you know. Get in my belly, he says, as he uh, eats you. I think the most terrifying creature to eat you on the planet now is probably a fucking bear. Bears don't give a fuck. They're the biggest, baddest bitches ever. You know, cat. A cat catching a deer. I mean, it has to... It grabs your neck, breaks your neck. Typically kills you before it eats you. A bear, that's a bitch that just eats you. He just holds your ass down because he's triple, quadruple your weight. Or more. Ten times. If you're a, uh, you know, hundred pounder. Well, maybe it ain't that fucking big. But anyways, somebody's just eating you. You know, you're, you're fucked. He, he's tearing out your belly and eating you while you lay there. He's holding it. Holding you down with his other fucking paw. Motherfucker, you know. That would have to be the most terrifying fucking experience ever. Being eaten alive by a bear. So, you know. I really think that I I don't have much more for today. I think this is it. Be afraid of bears and shit that's gonna eat you. Because it'll fucking eat you. It'll fucking eat you. That's all I got. See you next time. Pop, 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 pop.
Peace. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Patient Zero Podcast. Back again. Another day. Day 74. If you'd like to fucking know. If you don't give a shit, you don't fucking give a shit. And that's fine. I don't know why I give a shit, but it has been day 74 since season two has started. We've been doing it 74 days. It's kind of amazing. We haven't done it every day. Um, but we've done it quite a few days. I could actually count it up. I should. I should count it up and see. So this evening, I'm, gonna do, I'm doing a little testing because I'm tired of the audio quality. It's coming out. I've got nice mics. I've got a nice uh, board. So I'm doing a little testing this evening, and you're going to be part of that. So uh, I'm recording on the board. It has an SD internal record. I'm recording through the software that I normally record with. I've adjusted some settings after finally reading the fucking manual. And I've got the, the... F Deuce fucking mic, the one that I recently purchased. I don't know why, but I thought it looked cooler than the other ones I have. And I have the Movo mic hooked in over um, in mic two. So about midway through, I'm gonna give it a uh, give it a little switch, stand my ass up, walk around the table, and then see what fucking happens. Because I just want to produce good content. I want everybody to enjoy it and listen. Um, And that's it. So, got my fancy Pickle Rick rock here. Just keeping me uh, engaged. You know, I'm a fucking pickle, bitch. That's what he says. I'm a fucking pickle. So, let's see where it goes. Let's see how it sounds. Hopefully, Hopefully, it sounds good. Hopefully it is uh, better than the last one or two or maybe even three that have been out because they fucking sucked. I listen to them, listen to every episode that I record just to hear it, and I, I hate the crackling sound. It really, really gets on my fucking nerves. The audio jumping back and forth really, really gets on my fucking nerves, so... I want to get it fixed, and I think I've got good enough equipment to do it. i just got to figure out the f- how to set it up right. So moving on, moving past that, just, just a little explanation of what's happening. So really fucking excited. Um, the podcast page on the tweets was banned, and it's still banned for whatever fucking reason, but got a new one going at... The Patient Zero Pod on Twitter um, with uh, at the Patient Zero Pod. It'll be in the fucking show notes, whatever. I just I'm just excited about it. I've got to rebuild the uh, followers, the following, so to speak. So get that rolling today, day seventy four. I think what we want to discuss is love. Love is a hard thing to understand. Love is a hard thing to truly explain. It's, it's an emotion. 
It's a state of mind. It's a state of being. You know, I've talked about the fan many times, but I mean, let's let's try to quantify what it actually means. I mean, to me, love is to a person or, or an object or an animal ultimately means that you like to be around that thing. You like to be, you like to listen, you like to talk, you like to discuss, but really when it's gone, you're going to be really fucking sad, really fucking sad that it's not there no more. And we're constantly reminded of things that, that make us appreciate what it is. I mean, my brain separates it kind of weirdly, but it, then it blends it all back together. It's just this spinning circle of fucking craziness inside my head. But love, what is love? Do I love everyone? No. No, it's a very small circle to even, to even be considered a loved one, so to speak. I don't know. Maybe I'm not the right person to be explaining it like that. Maybe it's easier for me to explain how, you know, a ghost contacting you in your dreams connects to wormhole science and actual physics and love, love. Why is that so hard to fucking explain? It's it's just part of your it's part of your soul, so to speak, that you love a person, a people, this rock here laying on the table so much that you would almost do or would do anything for that rock. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. I've backed myself into a uh, corner here because I, I really wanted to come up with something scientific or, or potentially paranormal so it's a it's a it's a connection it's a connection based off frequency that you you match up or you absolutely oppose so you know wavelengths travel in waves and maybe the people that you love or opposite of that, maybe they match that, but I mean how do you how do you quantify any of that scientifically? Is it a is it something that has been ingrained in us just just due to time? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's something different. It's something that the universe has given us so that we can understand how important each of us individually are to the grand scheme of the whole fucking mix. So what what is what is love? It's an emotion. It's a attraction. It's a physical, emotional, spiritual connection to something other than yourself. Well, I mean, I say that. Some people fucking love themselves more than they love anything else, but it's really hard to explain or 
quantify. You know, I mean, other other than, you know, chemical reactions and all the same bullshit that you've always fucking heard. What what the fuck is really going on? Is it, Maybe it's, you know, I really don't know. I'm going to have to really think on this. I mean, I know what it means and I know how it makes me feel. It makes, makes your heart feel full, if that's an explanation. Why is it that way? Because over time... Well, you look, you look at all, almost all species on the planet down, down from a fucking fish, spider, ish. You know, and it's, it's typically the the female species that the female of the species that loves the. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it love, but protects ensures the survival of, you know, the offspring. And it really doesn't get a male involved or just here, you know, to procreate until you get up into mammals. Well, birds, avians, they do it too. You know, the they'll take care of the nest, watch the young. Reptiles, no, not so much. And moving on back down the down the old chain there, it's it's typically the female of the species that that ensures the uh, continuance of the genetic code. You know me, I'm you know I'm a dad, I'm a husband. You know I often wonder, I often think about, you know how how important things are and you I mean you quantify your your work and your personal life and your social life. What is the most important of those three? And we can we can all sit here and we can all say that it is, you know, it's it's my family, it's this or that or whatever, but you know, do you do you really practice that? That that would be my question this evening. Do I really practice that? You know, I work a lot a lot, lots of hours, and it's it's really part of my day spent with the ones that in my heart that you know truly love is, is pretty minimal. You know this and this episode, this leg, this this thing here is a little bit off track of what we normally talk about, but I think that it's I think that it's important. I was reminded of it today, just in a very a very small sense that, you know, I really do um, have love in my life. And I'm very thankful for that. And I hope that anybody out there listening have the same experience. I hope that you do. I, I truly hope that you do. So I don't know what else or much more that I would have to add to that specific topic other than you know find it and I've, I've said it before find find your happiness find your love find your positivity you know yah 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 just do it we we would be a more happy species if we all if we all did that if we weren't all so concerned about everything else just be concerned about what's 
important to you. Because the whole world outside the small circle that each of us have is is pretty much a fucking clusterfuck. We can we can go into all the negatives of the whole fucking thing because they're there. Trust me. I mean, turn on turn on the fucking news and just watch it. It's really ridiculous, and it, I think that it drags us all down, and it makes us become occupied with unimportant things. So, find what's important, love it, live it, hug it, and move forward. I mean, I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to anybody listening. Just do it, as Nike would say. Switch mics. We're going to give this baby a shot. Give this baby a shot. Give her a shot. All right. This is the Movo mic. And we're going to compare it to the Fiducci, whatever the fuck the other one's name is, for the second second small leg of, of uh, episode 23. I don't really fucking have any idea of what to talk about, but let's talk about perspective because I've been coming in here and I've been sitting at the same side of the table. Every evening, every day, every time I've had a guest in here. And now I'm sitting on the other side. And I feel fucking weird. My perspective. My perspective has changed. It looks different from four feet to the left. You know, the other one, the other where I'm set up on the other side of the table, you know, I've got all my screens and they're right in view and they're, you know, I still can see all the screens, but it's very, very different sitting from this side of the table. Perspective. Each of our perspectives are, are very different. We all see the world a little bit different than the person sitting next to you. And it's really kind of amazing, this whole mixture of all of us looking at the world, the universe, the timeline in a little bit different way than your fellow man, woman, child, he, she, it, whatever. You're setting perception. Perception. What is perception? A simple, simple definition might be it's just the way that you see the world and the way that you understand, the way you comprehend, the way that you process your surroundings. So I close my eyes and I imagine that, you know, I can't see anything. My perception has changed dramatically. All I can do is hear. All I can do is feel. My eyes are gone. can't see. You really sit and think about it, and I just bumped into the fucking mic. I opened my eyes back up, by the way, but you sit and think about that. You take, you take one of your senses away, sight, for example. All you ever see is total darkness, and you make pictures by the sounds of words or the feelings of touch. Does your mind draw a picture of that the way that your brain would as you're visually perceiving it? Oh, fuck, I don't know. 
I could know. How could I? I mean, I've never, I've never actually sat down and had a conversation with a blind person. I mean, I think I think I want to do that. I think I want to ask that question. How how does your brain perceive the rest of the world? Because the the world is such a visual place. You think about it. You look up at the sky. You see the stars, the clouds, the moon, the sun. Look down at the ground. You see the grass, the dirt, the road, the sidewalk. Perception is everything. To all of us, no matter how you are perceiving the world, whether it's through all of your senses or half of them, and each one of our perceptions are unique. We have like-minded folks, and a lot of us are like-minded on topics, but we none of us think exactly the same. I don't think any of us perceive exactly the same it would take a lot of brainwashing and control and stimulus to make two people think exactly the same way as the other and really that's that's more of a uh, conspiratorial telepathy fucking discussion than it is anything else because that's really the only way that you could actually do that so I seen a I seen a tweet last night, and um, the chick was talking about, you know, that in real life she hates drama, but she loves watching drama on TV or listening to it or reading about it. She's into it. She loves it. But what happens in her real life, she hates it, despises it, makes her sick. Why is it that way? My my response was, and I don't know if it's right or wrong or indifferent, and if it was, then, you know, what the fuck ever, but perception is, is everything, and our, our subconscious mind seeks out what we don't naturally understand. So what does that mean? Let's, let's relate it back to the, the tweet that God posted. You know, real life hates drama. But fantasy, uh, unreal life, whatever you want to call it, loves drama. So, so your brain doesn't necessarily understand why, you know, when you're sitting in reality, doesn't really understand or seek out or attract drama. But you're subconscious mind because your conscious mind doesn't understand it or doesn't seek it out or doesn't loathe for it so to speak your subconscious mind seeks it out to understand it therefore when it's not real you enjoy it you look for it you know you want to watch it you want to you want to see the old drama I mean I think that I think that rings true of why we're so infatuated and, and different levels of the same thing of of uh you know movies you know stuff fantasies stuff that's not reality you know we all dudes anyways i mean we love the we love the shoot 'em ups 
you know, blasting bitches, killing motherfuckers, you know, blasting with the blasting with the fifty cow, blow his blow his head off. Most of us in reality would not enjoy that situation. And there might be some some off off kilters or that would enjoy it, but it's a small percentage of the population that would. I mean, just like you, you watch, um, and the queen, she loves them. You know, the, the true, true crime dramas, the true crime documentaries. I mean, she, and, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy watching, uh, we're watching Dahmer right now. I don't know which service it's on, Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is, but, you know, it's interesting to watch how that's going, how this crazy motherfucker, you know, went through life and killed people and ate them and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, you, you would, you would likely not want to find yourself in that situation because you can't consciously understand what it's like to be, you know, the dude that chops people up and eats them comes back to perception now now domner or domer domner domer whatever his fucking name is jeffrey we'll call him jeffrey now he perceives the world in a way that you know it's okay for him to do what he's doing he enjoys it he seeks it out he wants it because i mean had a fucked up life and you know, all this, but his his brain is truly wired different than the rest of ours because 99% of us don't want to fucking cut people up and eat them. You know, it's, it's off. It's, it's, it's uh, not a natural thing for our species. Um, multiple species down the chain, it's really not a fucking big deal. It's part of life. And maybe, maybe the outliers like, you know, the... The, the Jeffreys of the world, you know, they're they're the remnants of the old guard, the old code, the old this that you know it's it's natural to be that way, and there's no reason to think that it's bad because I I mean I think that he wanted to get caught, and I think that you know maybe maybe some sense of him thought that. What he was doing, you know, making making people stakes was not necessarily the right thing to do, but I mean we all have weird or bad thoughts, you know, I'm so mad I'm gonna do this or you know, I'm so freaked out I'm gonna do this or I'm so upset I'm gonna do this, but most of the time you you don't follow through because the little voice in your head talks you out of it. Well, the little voice in Jeffrey's head does not talk him out of, you know, killing and eating. It's, it's really kind of unique because I don't understand it either, but I like, I like watching it. And I, th- I think that we all like watching these kind of things because subconscious consciously or subconsciously 
we don't understand how somebody could think that way. So it's interesting to us to see it, to watch it, to hear it. So there you go. Perception. Perception is everything. And it's really nothing when, when it comes down to it. Just because you perceive the world in a certain way does not mean you're right. Just because I perceive the world in a certain way doesn't mean I'm fucking right. But it all comes down to each of us individually how we perceive the world around us and how we perceive our own inner thoughts and inner voices and inner feelings is how we express ourselves outwards. I'm not really sure yet how to relate that scientifically. I'm going to think on that, but I mean, each of you should also think of that. You know, how how is your perception of the world one different from your uh, fellow human? How is your perception affecting your fellow human? How is their perception affecting yours? Rather, might be the might be the better word with how entailed we are with instant stimuli through the internet. <coughs> we should all do a little self reflection on our own perception. It doesn't mean it's wrong, it doesn't mean it's right, but we all have to take the time to understand that it's all that's what it's all about. And try to I'm not saying Jeffrey's perception, but try to understand your your fellow human's perception of the world. I think this will close out episode twenty three. We'll move on to episode 24. Hopefully it will be a co-host, a guest. I mean, even if it's over the telly. I think we need another person to talk to while being recorded. I talk to people all the fucking time. This is Tony. This is Patient Zero. Hit us up on the new fucking tweets. Thank you for listening. I've changed my mind. I am no longer patient zero. You are.